Hello, and welcome to Casual Interrogations. I'm Alex, your host. And that must make me, Cherylene, your other host. And with us, as always, is our mascot and fill-in producer chief. And today, we're doing something a little bit different. So we're going to go ahead and meet our guests in just a second. The point to Casual Interrogations is that we believe celebrities aren't the only ones with great stories, and athletes aren't the only ones with life lessons we can learn from. Everyone has a story and something to teach us. So that's who we plan to talk to everyone. But today we're talking to the crew from BAP podcast. Why don't you guys go ahead and introduce yourselves? Tell us a little bit about your podcast before we get into the questions. Oh, uh, I'm Alex from the BAP podcast. Uh, and, uh, with me as usual is Polos. But, uh, our, our podcast is kind of about, uh, whatever machinations come to my mind for an hour at a time. Sometimes uh, just kind of bizarre stuff every once in a while. So, and then we also got our cryptid of the week. Oh yeah. And I'll Which tell you, fun. I'll tell you, we did some homework. We were looking to see if we have local cryptids in our area. And we do. And we do. We think, well, we do. We, do. we don't know how valid they are, but we do. They might be, they might be piles of shit, but yeah, it could be. we do. Um, as you may know, we record in our home tiki bar. Where are you guys calling from? Uh, so we're actually calling from uh, my mom's basement of all places today. All right. And I understand someone told me you've been drinking for about 30 minutes or an hour or so. We're having the strongest <laughs> damn drink I've had in a long time. Um, she tells me it's a Mai Tai. It's not. It's paint thinner. It is not paint thinner. It's a Mai Tai. But here's the problem. I followed a Mai Tai recipe. Yeah, it's paint thinner. It's better when I just make it up. Are you guys drinking anything at that end? I'm actually having a uh, Bud Light right now. All right. I got a Mountain Dew uh, Zero Center. Not much of a liquor guy anymore. Can't do it. Anymore? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't matter if uh, a shot leads to a bottle and uh, that leads to arrest. So. We just had one of our kids got married just a few weeks ago. And um, end of the night, we think I had done about 15 shots. And I was chasing my Jack Daniels shots with Jack and Coke. And I had to get her up three flights of stairs. Hey, you did not have to get me anywhere. I got myself up. All right. And now we have a quick refresh of the rules. We've assembled more than 200 questions and put them in our giant fishbowl. The questions range from the personal to the silly to the thought provoking. And earlier today, we drew 20 random questions just for you. We haven't looked at them and we haven't shown them to you. And by agreeing to this interrogation, you agree to let us share your answers with the world and you agree to honestly answer every question put to you, right? Oh, every single one. Yep. Or make up some crazy shit. Which is sometimes more fun. As a reminder, if you don't want to answer any of them, you can just say, nope, I'm not answering it. And if you don't, then it kicks back to us and one of us has to answer it. We've got questions and we want answers. Your interrogation, interrogation begins, begins now. And I've got the first question. And it is, tell us a story about a scar that you have. You said, uh, tell you a story about a scar we have? Yeah. Oh, uh, that's actually, I'll, I'll take that one. This is Alex. Uh, so I've got a missing fingertip. And uh, I lost it in, underneath of a uh, 3,000 pound uh, bottom die in a brake press. Oh. Ow. Damn. 
Oh, Jesus, my thumb is like, or my fingers are throbbing just thinking about that. Kind of makes my nuts hurt a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, any sort of finger violence from this, from that day on, it just, uh, it, it's the only thing that'll make me like just full on convulse. You have some PTSD, dude. Yeah, yeah. The uh, psychologist I went to that the, the lawyer from the company decided to send me to decided I didn't. So, <laughs> yeah. So workers comp is what I'm I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they uh, they decided I was perfectly fine. Actually, if I would have went to the doctor they wanted me to go, they would have said uh, I had all my fingertips still. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, workers comp doctors are a trip. I had to deal with them for a while. Not a fan. Oh, oh yeah. I went down some stairs and got dumped on my head by my boss, actually. In a defensive In tactics In a defensive training. tactics training. Yeah. He used me as an example. I once uh, took a knife, and that makes it sound like it was on purpose. It wasn't on purpose, but totally sliced the end of my index finger off. Fortunately, it still it came back. But It came back. All right, bled, next question. Bled like crazy. It did bleed like crazy. Next question. Do the two of you believe in intelligent life outside of this planet? And I'll preface this by saying I'm not sure I believe in intelligent life on this planet, but do you believe in intelligent life outside of this planet? Well, I mean, maybe not intelligent, but functioning life, possibly. I feel like there is something a lot smarter out there than us. I feel I like, like there has to be. Well, I don't know. Honestly, I, I think the universe is just comprised of a bunch of people that have no idea what they're doing. And uh, everything kind of just works out in spite of us or it, it or whatever it is. I I totally agree with that. I think a lot of things work out. Oh, geez. I just took a sip of my drink. Woo. A lot of things work out in spite of us, not because of us. No, that's the way it seems to me. Just seems like there's too much, too, too, uh, too many planets out there for there not to be something out there, and I think we're probably gonna look stupid when we get out there. I think we're probably the, uh, the rednecks of the universe. I think we're the chimpanzees of the yeah. universe. Who knows? All right. And it's better than being the goldfish. Point. Yep. Point. Yep. Uh, depends on the situation. A goldfish forgets every three seconds. Yeah, but you forget to feed them and they only live a day. Yeah, yeah, but there's something to be said for that. I got to tell you, we have a large koi pond in our backyard with 16 koi. I do not believe the whole fish have a three-second memory thing. Yeah, no, they, it doesn't seem like they do, but they say fish don't have a, a sense of self or a sense of identity. And they're, they're, they say they're like one of the few animals that don't have that. I, I don't know whether that's believable or not, but uh, I, I have heard that. I was going to say your fish is a dick. Oh, my fish is a dick, Yeah. Why is your fish a dick? Alex? What's that? What makes your fish a dick? Oh, so uh, we, we actually, to preface this whole this whole situation, so I got a fish tank for my dad probably about uh, a year ago. I filled it with water, did everything else, just never went and got a fish for it. And uh, finally, my dad was like, hey, you're taking this old fish that I have in my uh, in my uh, tank that he had his house. And so I took it and I put it on my fish tank finally. And uh, it just charges like, oh, it's, it's just a crazy fish. It's trying to jump out of the tank at me. You did take a used fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely, uh, he's an asshole fish. I think that might be why my dad gave him to me. He was like, uh, no, fuck this thing. Uh, take him. 
We have one so. of our koi that comes up when you feed them. You know, you spread the water on the top and all the fish comes up, come up and they're super pretty. You spread the water? You spread the water, the food. You spread the food yeah. on top and the fish come up and eat and it's very pretty. And we have this one fish who comes swimming up and just shakes his fins and his tail, disrupts the water, disrupts the fish, splashes us. So now we jump back when we see him coming. He is a dick. Yeah, on the way to work all the time, he splashes. I end up with my whole crotch soaking wet from this damn fish. If you could be anyone, alive or dead, who would it be? Ooh, ooh, that's easy. Ryan Rebels? No, actually. No, uh, Jimi Hendrix. Oh, that's a good one. Good answer. Good answer. Why, though? Oh, so I can go to Woodstock and play the Star Spangled Banner at the very end of it. Got it. Got it. How about yeah, you? Just I'd have to say Mark Calloway. The it, Undertaker. The Undertaker. Wrestling. Oh, got it. Sorry, I'm in movies and you said a wrestler and my brain didn't go there. She was trying to think of an Undertaker from a movie. I was trying movie. to think of an I was thinking of the guy from the movie with the ball. No, it isn't. Uh is that Hellraiser? No, it's not Hellraiser. It's the one with the mortuary. I can't think of it. All right. All right, you guys. Describe each of yourselves in two words. Now I'm stuck on that movie, though. Yeah, sorry. You know the movie with the little silver ball that has blades that come out of it? and it's... Two words, you say. Uh, comical Enigma? Oh, Comical Enigma is good. Accident prone. Yeah, you know what? That's a good one for you. Yeah, I agree with that, Cody. Are you super klutzy? I've been thrown off of a lot of stuff, and when you asked about scars, I was sitting here counting how many I have. <laughs> What'd you come to? Uh, I think I lost count at 10. Oh, that's quite a few. It's more internal damage, bud. That's <laughs> <laughs> do, do concussions, past concussions, count as scars? I don't have a concussion, so I'm lucky there. Oh, well, okay. absolutely, they come across. Yeah, I've I've had several of those. You did get dropped on yeah. your head twice. I did get dropped on my head twice, and I fell down some stairs, and whatever. Okay, two words for you. Go ahead. Um, maddeningly sarcastic. Okay. How about you? I don't know. The one you always use is dumbass. I do, in fact, call you dumbass. It's a pet name. Ooh, can I change my answer? Yeah. yeah. No, no, I, I was just joking. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that dumbass would be a good one for me. Yeah. <laughs> dumbass is just big in our house. Everything. The kids were always dumbasses. And... Oh, yeah, in a second. What's your go-to fast food? The place and the item. Oh, Subway. And what's the item? Oh, oh! Uh, so honestly, the cold cut combo. Solid choice. Solid choice. I I can't explain it. It's the Happy Gilmore sub. It, it's just so good. I have never seen that movie. I'm gonna get my 12 year old boy card taken away. Uh, yeah, you probably will. That's that's a pretty fantastic movie. I've seen parts seen of it. I've just never seen the whole thing. I'm pretty sure we've seen oh, that movie a couple times. It's pretty good. I don't think so. We've seen Billy Madison, but I don't think we've seen Happy Gilmore. Hmm. 
Oh, oh, uh, Little Nicky is probably the best old school Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. I love Little time. Nicky. That is the yes, most jacked up movie. That's such a great movie. All right, go to. I, I like the very end. Go to oh, fast food and item. Fast food and item. Uh, Dairy Queen. All right, and what's the item? A dilly bar. No, mm. uh, deep fried uh, cheese curds. Just put them on a little longer than what they normally like. They'll come out a little harder, but the cheese is just like super runny and good. Now you're cheese speaking well. to my heart. I love some cheese curds. And Dairy Queen, I don't know about out there, but Dairy Queen here merged with um, Orange Julius. And I love an Orange Julius. It's got that, used to have that egg in there. And uh-huh. What about you, Charlene? I'm Taco Bell, crunchy tacos all the way. Taco Bell. Mm, I will talk about that was my second choice. Taco Bell is one of the nice uh, cleaner outers for me. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. That's why I can't do Taco Bell. And every time we're talking about what do you want, what do you want, what do you want, she goes, I want Taco Bell. I'm like fuck. It doesn't do it to me. Sorry. See. I'm also a big fan, though, of the Jack in the Box tacos. I'm pretty sure that's not even meat in there. I think that's the first, like, impossible meat. Yeah, we don't even have a Jack in the Box out here. Oh, wow. Uh, we do up in Cleveland. Is there one in Cleveland? There's one up in Cleveland. Oh, wow. Big Boys. That's another good one. Frisch's? We don't have that. We also don't have White Castle, and I'm told that's something I've got to go to. It uh, It is not. Oh. It. it you know what? I, I don't know why my wife loves it. She's from Illinois, and she's always ranting and raving about how much she likes it. But, like, I grew up where it was readily accessible, and, uh, I mean, it's thing. good if you want dysentery, but <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's awful. It's not great. So if you do ever get to the Jack in the Box, not only did they go Mexico with the tacos, but they went Chinese with egg rolls, and their egg rolls are pretty freaking great, too. Yeah, their their menu is all about drunk feasting. Like, it's all the things you want when you're drunk. All right, you two, what's the biggest lie you ever told as an adult? Oh, biggest lie I've ever told as an adult? Yep. I'm really glad that most women in my generation don't know how to read tape measures. <laughs> so, <laughs> hang on is that the biggest lie or the smallest lie oh i mean it, it's whatever it needed to be for the evening <laughs> i get you i get you uh, biggest lie telling my wife when we were getting a dog you That's don't have a dog really no we live in a trailer and the trailer park wants to charge like an extra 25 dollars per pet I'm not sure I... I'm not paying an extra 25 for a dog. I don't know. I tend to think only psychopaths don't have dogs. We didn't have a dog for like almost a year. Well, I think it's it's arguable that we're both psychopaths. Well, now we just have a dog that sits on the floor and farts at us all the time. He does sit on the floor and fart at us all the time. It's all you. It's me? Uh Uh-huh. Who's the most famous person you've ever met? I've never met one single famous person in my entire life. Well, okay, that depends. How famous are we talking? Like, your definition of, or? yeah, your definition of famous. Oh, could be, could be local so famous. Have you ever heard of uh, American Dog? Uh-uh. Give me a uh, context. A band. 
there there are bands. I, I, I that's about as much context as I have. I okay. Guess. They're they're uh they're like a rock band. Okay. Uh, they actually lived across from uh, my parents' house when I was growing up in Columbus. All right. So Most famous that's... person I've ever met. How about you, Cody? You got one? Well, since I did a lot of uh, wrestling, I actually got to meet a lot of wrestlers, but I have to say my favorite one I met was uh, Dustin Rhodes, also known as Gold Dust. Yeah. That name I know. And, but, since uh, my first name's Cody, and he got like my autograph and gave me the picture, he called me brother because of his brother's name's Cody. Oh, that's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Who's the most that famous cool. person you've ever met, Alex? Me? Yeah. Um, probably when I was a little kid and I was too stupid to even know who I met, I met the guy, Mel Blanc, who did the voices for Bugs Bunny and all of the cartoons. And he gave me his autograph and I was way too young to know who I had just met and I threw it away probably at some point. No, it's probably in a box in our garage. Yeah. It's one of those things where someone around me probably should have known better and kept it. But Taken that from you. But yeah, he did the voices and all that and I was I just didn't even know who it was. What about you? I think probably Robin Williams would be the most famous person because when I was in high school Oh my god. Um, I was in high school and my boyfriend at the time's family had more money than God and they were huge uh, political supporters and he was at this political dinner that I was at. So I I actually can honestly say I had dinner with Robin Williams, but I also got to meet a bunch of bands because I had friends in all kinds of bands that played in dingy rock bars. So I've met the guys from Guns N' Roses. I've met the guys from Poison. Um, Rollins. I oh yeah, I've met Henry Roll- Henry Rollins. Is dude that he's can, on my list. Can like, I trade slides? Like, can I trade lives with you real quick? <laughs> <laughs> well, Robin here's Williams? what's funny. I was mo- like, well, the Robin Williams one was in a like a normal setting, and he was. It was he wasn't like performance on, but he was definitely Robin Williams. He just wasn't like full on crazy Robin Williams. Um, uh, I, I base a lot of my like humor off of him and George Carlin. I love George. George Carlin. Carlin's amazing. The seven yes, words you can't say on television. Oh, I make sure I say those every single day, except I for the C word. I'm not oh, allowed to say that one anymore. I'm um I'm a big fan of that one actually. You? Yeah, yeah. Every time I say that one, I get the shit smacked out of me. So it, it's just one of those things. I, I don't, I don't even go out of my way to like try saying it anymore. It's just not worth it. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's fine. She yeah, strings. My it. grandma finds out about it every time, and every time I see her, she smacks the yeah, shit out of me. Yeah. Charlene so. strings it together with other words. I do. I do. I do. To just make it more descriptive. Cock juggling thunder cunt from Blade is one of my favorites. I like that yes. one. All right. Yeah. Tell us something true. Tell us an unbelievable story about yourself, but true, but something that no one would believe about you. I gotta be honest. I'm pretty out in the open. I don't think I have a story that nobody would believe. I'm a, I'm a pretty bizarre person. <laughs> so it's kind of one of those things that kind of comes with that territory. What about you, Cody? I was a, Two-time tag team champion and a hardcore world heavyweight champion by the age of 24. 
damn. Talk about making me him. think like I haven't done anything. Yeah, he's always going to say that's about it, but I'm done with my life. After wrestling, it's basically was just sitting around playing video games. And then uh, my one group of friends wanted to start a podcast and that fell through and then met Alex and start talking about wanting to start a podcast. And here we are. Hey, not one of our questions, but how did you guys meet? Oh, uh, work actually. Oh, okay. It was uh, somebody, or he was in uh, packaging, like putting products together, and then they would call me over to pick the pallet up and take it outside, and I kept breaking pallets. I, I wasn't supposed to be over there. I was a machine operator, but they can't hire appropriately, so fuck them. Fuck them right in their ears. There you go, there you go. Well, I undo stress for no reason. That's, that's pretty good, though, that you were that you had that many titles by the time you were 24. I still have uh, my one championship because it was a belt my former employer gave me. And it changed names about four different times. And now it's the uh, Wicked Championship. And I am the only holder and the current longest reigning holder of it. Okay, that's pretty cool. That's I also pretty don't cool. defend it, so... <laughs> Yeah, but it, yeah, if it's this, yours, you don't have to. Yeah. Oh, don't worry. After this is over, me and my boy Sean, we're going to go take his belt from him. My belt's at the house. Yeah, yeah I know where you live. <laughs> <laughs> Without a dog, so there's no one to warn you. Honestly, it's going to be perfect. Although I'm not stealthy at all, so. Yeah, stealthy is not something I am. What's your most unbelievable no. story, Alex? I have no idea. Uh, I don't have a good one. Honestly, what about you? Honestly, my most unbelievable thing is that I'm actually shy. And and no one ever believes that, but I'm actually very shy. No, I get that. I'm super shy as well. She will, though, if we, if we go somewhere, we're like on a bus or a train or someone, everyone comes up and talks to her. She talks to anyone. Well, and especially if they're crap especially if they're a little crazy. Anybody crazy is going to come find me and talk to me. And you talk to them right back. I do talk to them right back because yeah. crazy people are people too. Um, plus, I dealt with so many of them over my career that, you know, that's just sort of normal. But I am very, when I say shy, I, I have a very curated life. I don't, I don't tell people things I don't want to tell people. I have very few people that I'm really intimate with. Um, but I will talk to a cereal box. That's not a problem for me. Huh. I was going to say, I just have a hard time talking to people. Like if you watch the uh, live episodes that we had for that wrestling event. Yeah. Yeah. Alex was talking the whole time where I was like, just like listening in and then making sure everything was running. But like the whole time I was just like, I have no questions to ask. But he yeah, was not I getting saw, kicked I, in I the guess, balls. But he was not getting kicked in the balls. Yeah, no, that was not happening. Yeah. I guess I do have one. So I'm actually a bit of a extrovert introvert. Okay. Which means like I'll get up on stage and I'll perform in front of a hundred, hundred or so people, or I'll get in front of anybody and talk or in any social situation I'll get up and deal with, but it's draining. <laughs> you know, like, uh, it's kind of one of those things I, w I would rather be cooped up in my, uh, in my bat cave. And do you have to kind of recharge after that, after you do something oh. like that? Oh yeah, every time, every yeah. time, and uh, you would never believe that I'm up there faking it. Generally, 
very good. Yeah, uh, that's kind of, I mean, I was a theater, I, that's maybe a better description of me, an extrovert introvert, because I, I was a theater major. So talking to large groups of people to me is a performance. This podcast is sort of a performance. It's a conversation, but it's, it's not bothersome to me that, you know, tens of people are listening to it. Um, <laughs> tens. tens, tens, tens of, of people, tens of listeners, tens of listeners. Um, that's not a problem for me, but, but, but true intimate conversation. I'm, I'm very guarded with. So that's what I like about, uh, about podcasting in general. I, I used to do stand up comedy and, uh, the difference between this and that is, uh, this gives me a level of anonymity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I make a joke. I don't get to see it on the faces of the people, the tens of people that listen to it. You don't see like, how it falls. Like yeah. 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 It's just kind of one of those, you know, I just kind of fart. I don't have to be in the room after it. Yeah. For the smell. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. So. It's, it's, it's comedy crop dusting. Yeah. Yeah. It's using analogy like that. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, Come on. Not even a giggle, Alex. That was funny. No, I got it. I got it. All right. How did I'm just slow? I've uh, been drinking too much of this paint thinner. No, that's why you married me is because you're slow. I, I trapped you. You're up. All right. <clears throat> well, this is a repeat, but I enjoyed it last time. Um, what's the most interesting place you've ever had sex? The most crazy place I've ever had sex. I'll let you go first, Cody. I'm getting yelled at for this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> that means uh, it's a good one. Well, the uh, first girl I ever had it with, we got caught. So like two weeks later, she wanted to go to the back part of the trailer park where there was like woods and a creek. And we were down like by Riverside on gravel with a blanket down. Out in the forest. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Her cousin walked out there and caught us again. Yeah? Yeah. I feel like he just likes watching. Did you I was going to say, is it possible he was kind of a voyeur? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was he just watching or did he yell at you? Well, he didn't yell. He just would like walk. He just like all of a sudden go, oh, hey, cold. Oh, never mind. Just walk away. Well, why'd you stop? <laughs> I don't understand. He's trying to ruin the moment every time. Yeah. Uh, the most odd place I've ever had sex was on my best friend's bed while he was also in a room watching. All right, and, then. Uh, you win. You yeah, win. And. Here's the weirdest part about that whole situation. It was it was his sister that uh, I was hooking up with. I'm not sure anyone wins in that scenario. That's a little flowers in the attic. Uh, honestly, I feel like I kind of won. <laughs> well, okay, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You did. You did. But that's kind of weird. I think I think whoever's yeah, having yeah, the, strange. I think strange, whoever's having the I, sex won. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you. Well, I have. I'm glad you didn't join. It, you know, most of my sex has been with you because we've been together since we were puppies. But um, the stage and the bar of a dive bar after it closed with the bouncer who I was dating at the time is one. That sounds pretty sticky and gross. It, it, yeah, the stage was pretty gross, which was why we moved to the bar, which had already been cleaned, so that wasn't as gross. Um, so that was one and probably the lobby of a theater at Mills at my yeah. college. Yeah. And one of those was with I, you. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, I was not the bouncer. You were not the bouncer. All right. You're up. 
Oh, yours is the 50 yard line of your it football is. field in college. Yeah. But I answered that I'm before. I'm kind of jealous of that one. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, in the fog and. Yeah. You know, who knows? There might have been other people there in the stadium too. There usually were. Yeah. They were probably watching you. Whatever. I don't think anyone wanted to see that. Well, people are weird. I know who I I'm was. Be honest, if I just walked upon two people banging, I'm probably not going to say anything, but I am absolutely going to watch every second of it. Oh, I'm totally with you on that. And I'm going to make it weird. Oh, I don't know that I'm but purposely going like, to make it weird. You're, you would make it oh, weird I'm, on I'm, purpose. I'm going to go out of my way to make it weird. Like if I, I want to find the greasiest possible thing that I could eat in that situation, I'm going to eat it. Well, okay. Just Are you going to make it weird for them or weird for you? Weird for anybody involved. Hopefully. Okay. okay. That's the goal. I'm in, I'm in life for the laws. So <laughs> it's kind of, kind of my thing. Well, I think I, I, yeah. So I don't know if you have seen that, um, <clears throat> the Oakland A's have no one that goes to their stadium right now. There's, the stadium is like 90% empty for all their games. And last week, somehow it got viral that there was a couple up in one of the way up parts having sex. And now... Oh, um, in the Ferris wheel? No, in the Oakland A's stadium in Oakland. Oh, and, yeah, yeah, the Oakland Raiders or the Oakland A's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oakland A's. And yeah. so now the Oakland police have put out pictures of these two and they're looking for them. Why? And they're hoping people turn them in. I'm like, just leave them alone. First you of all. You know, what do you care? That's not even the most disturbing thing probably done at that game in Oakland. Yeah. Like, Oakland is a, a hotbed of craziness. Yeah. Honestly, it sounds like he might have been the only person getting a home run that game. And I feel like somebody else has already made that joke. I but, And uh, if they haven't, they should have. They missed it. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't even a reach for that one. But yeah. uh, we, we actually had something similar happen at, uh, what, Cedar Point? Probably about two weeks before the uh, Oakland A's, where they, they actually, they were banging on a Ferris wheel. <laughs> I that it's, I couldn't uh, do that. I can't even go on a Ferris wheel. I can't imagine trying to have sex on one. I mean, Ferris wheels scare the crap out of me. I can imagine it. Yeah, no, mm -mm. not a fan. All right, you no. guys, what's the scariest thing you've ever experienced? And it doesn't have to be sexual. But it doesn't have to not be either. It doesn't have to not be either. Oh, yeah, I have one for this. I actually, I told this joke. Uh, not well, not a joke, but I well, we we did a podcast with these uh, British people. Club yeah, Club, Club Insomnia, and uh, it, it was crazy sex stories. And uh, I, I actually have one for this. It was the scariest thing that's ever happened to me in my life. And uh, don't judge me too much on this. Uh, if you've listened to a whole bunch of the show, it's it's probably not even the most fucked up thing I've ever said. <laughs> but uh, I, I, so I was dating a girl. A little after I graduated high school. And, a real uh, girl? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was okay, a, just the checking. First time ever, just, it was a real just girl. Just checking. Well, I mean, they come in a lot of models nowadays. That's true, that's I, true. I, <laughs> I thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. Back in your day, it was just a blow up. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Or if I had a wig for my right hand. But, uh, yeah, no, so we, we were uh, deciding to break up, and she, she wanted to do this thing she called Last Goodbyes. And I, I was all about it. It's basically just a night full of sex, right? And uh, I was all into it. So we, we make it about halfway through the night, and it's been one of the best nights of my entire life to this point, to this 19-year-old point of my life. 
And uh, she kind of looks at me halfway through and says, hey, Alex, you ever been tied up before? And no, no, I not at that point. And I was all about it. I was like, tie me up. Let's go. <laughs> like, let's do this. So she ties me up to all four corners of the bed and uh, gets back on top of me and like reaches into her purse and uh, grabs out this giant lime green dildo and she loops it up and jams it up my ass <laughs> that's not the scary part unironically uh the scary part was uh where do you go from that like do you yell out and scream for help or do you just kind of accept your fate and hope that the firefighters when they find your skeleton aren't too judgmental about the <laughs> <and tell you. laughs> do you know what i mean like how, how do you how do you react to that like i, I spent uh Eight hours tied to a bed with a uh, dildo jammed up my ass. Oh, hang on. She hang left? On, she left? She left oh, you yeah, there? No, she left. She straight left. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 just, I just need to say this. That's fucking genius. Oh, I totally deserve the shit. Not even going to lie. Like, 100%. Looking back on it now, 100% deserved it. Uh, without a doubt in my mind. Oh and, my god! Uh, I wish I had ever. I, I did some shitty things, but that I never oh, yeah, did. No. Like there is a creepy I, uh, light in her eyes right now <laughs> that she's looking at me like, if you ever cross me, now I know what I'm gonna do. Now you from one Alex to another. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, you've given her some freaky little ideas in her head right now. Look, uh, hopefully nobody else, and like hopefully it never happens to anyone else. It, it was, it was one of the most like crazy experiences of my whole life and it, it was just so so fucked up so i have to ask but, though who found you oh yeah i'm not real real proud of how how things happen from this point forward with this but uh so as i said i probably sat there for about eight hours and uh luckily sort of i was supposed to go out to brunch with my grandpa oh my like, god later on in that day and uh when I didn't show up, he got a little worried. When I didn't answer my phone, he got a little more concerned. So he actually drove all the way to my apartment. And uh, when I didn't answer the door, he let himself in. <laughs> and uh, I, I got to be honest, there's there's probably a lot of things that went through the man's head. Here's lying naked in front of me, spread out on a bed with a what lime, I can only assume. A with a lime green dildo up your ass. Up his ass. My firstborn grandson, my my pride and joy, he's basically raised me from a baby. All right? And uh, yeah, yeah, we actually have never talked about this to this day. I, and, I uh, don't know how you would start that conversation. I, we've never once talked about it. I, I don't think it'll ever come up. To be honest with you, like it's we don't make eye contact anymore. It's been well over <laughs> ten years at this point, and. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we need to retire that question because that just won. Like, there's. I got to tell you, I don't even remember the question anymore. I What's just remember, the scariest thing? That I just remember the answer. Yeah, that's. I feel like the answer was twofold. Like, what do you do in a situation? And, like, the scary, like, your grandpa finding you. Oh, that my way. God. I mean, he even told me, it's like, uh, between your parents and you, like, I've seen some really fucked up shit. All right. And mind you, like my grandparents are pastors, like full on ordained Methodist ministers. All right. And uh, is it wrong that that makes it funnier to me? It it isn't. It isn't. Honestly, it's kind of fucking funny. It's really and truly. 
And uh, yeah, like he's like, I- I've seen some really just fucked up shit. You win. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you win. <laughs> I, I got to agree with him, Alex. You win. Yeah, it's like, Cody, do you even want to take a stab at that one? <laughs> I know mine's not any better. I'd say the scariest thing I've done uh, is take my fiance to Boston Mills, Helltown, Ohio. And we went uh, ghost hunting and just like walked around out in the woods. And it's pretty creepy out there at night. And just i got like a i want to say like a sixth cent so i just feel weird whenever like spirits are around but yeah that's basically the scariest or scaredest i've ever been is going to Helltown with my fiance and just having dark uh, stuff touch me mm. was it lime green dark stuff no i yeah. think that's really specific to you Honestly, I hope nobody's ever had that happen to them. <laughs> like for real. Hey, to the tens of listeners who are out there, if that's ever happened to you, send us a message. We're curious. All I can think of is like the anarchist cookbook thing of like now that's out in the universe and horrible, vengeful, amazing people are going to hear that and do that to someone. Honestly, like I feel like I should start a support group. I feel like there must be a 12-step program. I mean, it was over 12 inches probably, so I would have hoped there's 12 steps. You know what? I don't want to know the answer to this or not, but <clears throat> moving or just still? Like vibrator oh, dildo? No, it wasn't moving. Oh, okay. Because okay. yeah, no, I'm just thinking was, about yeah, that no. for eight hours. You know, you're, you're, oh, God. you're probably shit in the bed Gosh, by then. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, for this, sure. Oof. I don't know. Oscillating? That was, that was yeah, just a bad yeah. time. Yeah. All right. We're going to move on. And actually, it uh, has to do with the ghost hunting, maybe. Do you have any superstitions? I do not. Cody, on the other hand, do you have any superstitions? Yeah. Tell, tell the people about them. Whenever it comes to, like like I said, like ghost hunting and all that, I've always take like little precautions to make sure that shit doesn't attach and I bring it home with me. Yeah. I know the ghost isn't physically going to hurt me. My other half probably will. And now that she heard Alex's story, I prefer not to have a lime green. <laughs> right. My ass. Right. It doesn't have to be lime green. Yeah, her favorite color is pink, so I might get a pink one. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, that seems... you get through the stages of grief at a certain point in that. By about hour four, you're in acceptance. So. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. It doesn't have to be lime green. And because you've got the person tied up to the bed, it doesn't actually have to be a dildo. Yeah, no, they make them all sorts of shapes and sizes now. Like there are worse things that you could shove up someone's ass. Like a light bulb or a hamster or. I was going to say gerbil. Yeah. 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 So Cody, what kind of precautions do you take when you're going ghost hunting? Like before or after precautions? Do you like sage or something like that? Oh, I don't really sage. I'm, I'm more like religious with like, uh, how like the Vikings are. Okay. I have a uh, necklace that I wear. You mean Gaelic? I'm gonna punch you in the throat. <laughs> I, I got a necklace that I wear. It's got a raven skull and it's got like a protection spell. Okay. On it. So I Solid. just basically follow the steps of just wearing it every day to keep myself protected. Solid. Yeah, I 
I feel like the whole Vikings Gaelic thing is an ongoing joke with you guys. It is not actually. It just kind of came up. Oh, all right, all right. Oh, the un- the joke that always goes on is about ice cream. Yeah, he does eat a shitload of ice cream. I take precautions for things now too. I will never let myself be tied up to anything. I think that's wise. Although it's kind of, don't you feel like it's maybe like lightning? Like that's not going to happen twice. I mean, so it's double sided. Like part of me wants it to happen again. I don't know. Whatever. But I was going to say his wife is probably crazy enough to do it. I made a joke the last time I was over with her that if, she was going to kill him. Look, she has uh, the tools in her toolbox to accomplish that mission, all right? Like, that's all I'm saying. I have to say, I, I'm feeling a kinship with your wife. Yeah, yeah, she's pretty uh, She's pretty great. She's, like, the exact opposite of me. We make, like, a perfect, like, yin and yang kind of situation where uh, she kind of balances me out like Zoloft sometimes. <laughs> I can see that. I, I'm looking at Alex thinking, yeah, he kind of balances me out like bros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody that's ever met me and met my wife, they're like, you know what? I kind of fucking get it. <laughs> I kind of get it. <laughs> You're a fucking whimsical fucktard, and she's like, just, just very like straight laced and like, you know, normal. <laughs> so. I don't know that I'm normal, but I'm. Um, yeah, I don't know that you are either. I don't think I am, but I'm. Um, I will cut a bitch if necessary. That's not a problem oh. for me. Um, and to go by what you've talked about in a couple of your episodes, she does look at every car we get and go, yeah, two bodies, two I bodies. Do. I could get two bodies in there. Our current car, I could probably get six or eight. Well, you could stack them up like cordwood yeah, in there and get a yeah, lot. Yeah. 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 I had a, I drove a 73 VW bug for a long time and my coworkers used to joke with me that I could never fit a body in the front boot. And I used to always say, well, if I chopped it up, I could. And I heard you saying that to Cody the other day on one of the episodes I was listening to. You know, if you-, you Yeah, could... a sawzall and a bit of free time. Yeah. A lot. Couple, yeah. couple tarps to clean up, you're good. Yeah. Like you don't even have to be that good at geometry, honestly. Uh-uh, no, because <laughs> it's got that like two-step thing. You can just sort of stack the pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I've thought this out. Uh, vehicle to hide a body in is the older uh, Impalas. Huh? Indeed, yeah, indeed. In a Chevy SF or a Chevy SS or a GTO would work too. I had a '64 GTO for a while. I don't know. I'm way too blatant of a person to try to hide anything like that. I would have no. I unless he was involved in the killing of the person, I don't even know that I would ever tell Alex if I killed someone. Why well, I I don't keep a good secret. No, Alex is Alex can keep a good secret from for maybe a week. You're good for a week oh, or so. Yeah, but I I'd also I I'd also be pissed that there was blood all over everything. So Well, no, I'd clean it up. Yeah. Whose question is it? Uh, I think it's fine. Um, what was the first music you ever owned? What was the first music you ever bought? Ooh. You guys are young, so uh, you probably downloaded it. Oh, no, no. I, I have several albums which I purchased. My very first one that I ever bought with my own money was probably Nirvana MTV Unplugged. Oh, all right, all right. 
Yeah. Mine was, uh, oh, it was two CDs I bought at once. It was uh, one of the corn CDs and then Limp Biscuit, the one that had uh, I forget all the songs, but I knew the one song on there was Nookie and I forget the other song. And Break Stuff. Break Stuff. Yeah, Break Stuff, that's it. Break Stuff is one of my um, Scream It in the Car songs. That's how Nookie is for me. Yeah. Especially when I pull into work and I just start yelling that and everybody just stares at me. There's also, if you've never heard it, there's a song, if you Google it, it's called The Angry Anthem. And the chorus is, fuck all you motherfuckers. Fuck all you motherfuckers. Fuck you. But it's in like this lilting, like happy, almost little kid tune. It's like a ska. Yeah, it's kind of ska. With horns and a whole, you know, trumpets, but... Pretty much fuck all you motherfuckers is about the yep. only lyrics in the whole song. I I'm used to I used to pull up to work blasting that. And my car was not exactly soundproof, being a 73 Volkswagen bug. And some of my coworkers would just be like, seriously, seriously, that's what you drove up singing. Absolutely. Little angsty. Little angsty. Little angsty, <laughs> little angsty. Don't fuck with me. I quit Amazon and handed the keys to my boss. I had uh, take this job and shove it playing as I was pulling out of the parking lot. That's awesome. It's like peeling out of the high school parking lot at the day after you graduate to Alice Cooper. No, I did it more classic. I had an 01 silver or an 01 S10 and I had uh, coming undone with corn as I was doing a burnout. The day I graduated. No, I was coming over the day I graduated. I had to go back and get my car the next day. Yeah, I had to go back three days later to get my diploma. I didn't have a car when I graduated. No, yes, I did, but I wasn't driving it yet. Yeah, I had a car, but I had the yellow car. But I wasn't driving it because my mom, my mommy, um, was chaperoning the graduation, you know, dance and reception thing. And so I snuck out the back with all my friends and went to their house and got drunk. And when I got home midday the next day, she was like, where did you go? And I, and I said, um, I went up to Marky's house. She's like, oh, I should have known. Because this was before cell phones and track your kid and all the things. Not that I've lived much of my life without a cell phone, but I could go back to a flip phone tomorrow and I would be happy. I was going to say, I didn't even get a cell phone until I was 17. Yeah. Did you ever have a flip phone? Yeah. There's something about like an angry phone call when you slam that bitch closed. You just snap it. Snap it closed. Yeah. 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 I had one of the brick phones for a while. I've broken three of those. We still have one somewhere in a box. We have one. We have one in a box in the garage. It's brand new. Never been used. Yeah. What's your favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, fuck. American Sniper. Mm. Fucking Well, uh, my favorite movie of all time is gonna have to be Dogma. I do like Dogma. You like all of Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. Yeah. I, I was actually thinking. It's well, ropey. Watching. <laughs> Watching the uh, the video of you guys the other day, it you 
seemed a little bit like Jay and Silent Bob or Cheech and Chong to me. Like one a little more oh, talkative, kind of our, one a little quieter. That's, that's kind of our uh, kind of our thing, yeah. And I, I am tickled to death that I could even be in the same realm of a comparison as Jay. So I know we were talking about making our own movie, and one of the scenes Alex keeps telling me was we were going to dress up as a uh, Jay and Silent Bob just to film us seen in front of like one of the stores yeah it was like a, a cameo of like like a clerk's famous yeah. yeah yeah like try to do what other famous duos have done like to be successful like just a jay and silent bob like skit and then like a batman and robin type of thing <laughs> just just bizarre bizarre duos yeah mall rats i gotta be honest mall rats is such a close second for me i love mall rats is Oh, it's hard though because I love Chase. Uh, Chasing Amy. Chasing Amy is not Kevin Smith. Yes, it is. Is it? Yeah. Okay, Chasing yeah. Amy. Yeah, yeah. But I love it's Mall awesome. Rats because I love that Ben Affleck just gets fucked over in that movie, and also the yeah. scene where he's sticking his hand in his ass to get the dad sick. <laughs> uh, honestly, my favorite scene in that entire movie is the. Uh is the dating game scene where he tells the airplane story. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's pretty or good. The, I, uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, oh, no, I, you go ahead. I was going to say, I also like the guy at the mall who can't see the picture in the picture. Oh, Randy from my name is Earl. I, I love that. It's <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, oh my say, God. Seen a picture of him now? Yeah. He's swole as fuck. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to go look him up later. I, I love, I love chasing Amy, but, it always gets, it gets crunchy there at the end, and every time I'm like, "Oh, this is too fucking crunchy for me." It got a bad rap. It was a good movie. It's it a really good was. Movie, yeah. But I scream at the television for the last few minutes. Like, oh, don't like, say don't it. Don't do it. I, I honestly, I think the problem that Kevin Smith has with his original movies like that are, they're smart. Like Hit. they are so wordy. Like it's such a dialogue-driven like movie. Yeah, they're it, really character-based. Oh, they're so character-based, and I just feel like at the time that that's why his movies weren't more of a like they have such a cult following now. I agree. But like, I I just don't know. I don't know when the right time in cinemagraphic history that Kevin Smith would have been like the biggest thing since. Whatever. You know well, what we're like, a bunch of idiots as a country, so I don't know that he would have been. I mean, I honestly think his movies are a little too smart for most of the population. Oh, they really are. Uh, they're just they're so good. They're so good. Have uh, you like, ever seen? He's got like a. Is it like four hours? The college tour special thing that I watched. Yeah, it's in like two parts. It's in like two parts, and it's like four hours of him going around to colleges talking to students. It's just basically Kevin Kevin Smith's spoken word, and it's so I, good. And he is so freaking brilliant. I have not, but I'm gonna have to check that out now. I'll send there's, you. I'll send you a link because it's really good. There's that one, and then that there's another fantastic. one where he. He's doing the same thing, and he's just talking, and it's supposed to be a Q&A with the audience. And I think there's like three questions. There's one. One guy gets up and asks a question, and he riffs on that for like an hour and a half. And then he's like, okay, we're done. And no one else got to answer a question, ask a question. Yeah, he's amazing. I'll send you a couple links because he's. it's a really cool piece. 
Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, me too. Me too. Fan. Have you ever like seen? Have you ever seen Henry Rollins? Okay, this is gonna. This hurts me to ask. Do you know who Henry Rollins is? I know who Henry Rollins is, but I can't say I've ever watched anything he's done. Okay, so go online, Google Henry Rollins spoken word, and listen to like, actually Google Henry Rollins spoken word killing fields. He's got a whole chunk about um, the Cambodian killing fields, and it is amazing. I have been in love with Henry Rollins since I was like 17. His whole thing is uh, knowledge without mileage is bullshit. If you think you know it, but you've never done it, you know, fuck you. And so he's he's got a whole thing about thinking that he knew you know, he knew what the killing fields were and he just, he had that in his head. And then he goes there and he's like, oh shit, I knew nothing. Yeah, he's, he's, he's amazing. And his books are incredible as well. I'm going to check that out. Hank, my boy, Hank. Who is it? Uh, it's you. What's the dumbest way you've ever been hurt? Lime green dildos aside. I mean... It didn't really hurt her, but emotionally, I was scarred for life. So that's probably my answer as well. She, <laughs> she managed to scar you and your grandfather for life. Yeah, yeah. I, I just want like to know how often that comes up with your therapist. Uh, so very unhealthy about dealing with my emotional uh, problems. So there's no therapist. Probably should talk to one, actually. I, I make jokes about doing it all the time, but... Uh, I think the podcast is what's helping him right now. It is definitely a coping mechanism for just my general sense of reality. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that for sure. This is my socialization. Um, what is your favorite curse word? Fuck. I love to say fuck. Fuck is my favorite fucking word. And I, I, I don't know. People say it, swearing like that makes you sound unintelligent, but fuck them. Yeah. Because they don't know how fun fuck is to say. <laughs> fuck all those motherfuckers. And it means everything. Right. You can be like, fuck. It can be a, a verb, everything. a noun, an adverb, an adjective. It can fit every part of speech. It really can. Like shit's good, but shit doesn't word. work as well as fuck. No, no. Now shit just sounds so dirty. I was going to say, I got one friend that just will tell you to uh, gobble cum. Cum gobbler or something like that. Oh, cum, cum gobbler's gobbler. good. Oh, sorry about that. Oh. It happens. Alex is good with stringing together words. Yeah. Was it? For for a while, it was rat bastard. Yeah, that's not as good, though. No. Rat bastard's a good one. Rat bastard is a good one. But see, if you take rat bastard and then you make it rat fucker, then it's better. There you go. There you go. Or bastard oh, fucker. That's pretty nice. Oh. Yeah. I went through a whole cocksucker phase for a couple of years there where everything was a cocksucker. Using the word or sucking cocks? Using the word. Just checking. Yeah, no. Just checking. Yeah, no, I, I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. Like, like I said. It's I'm all about clarification. You can't assume anything. Anymore, this is true. So. This is true. In my yeah. last career, we had um, a big whiteboard at the end of our aisle. And you were to put the most creative word that you had been called that week on the board and on Fridays we would vote Ooh. and we had a little um, award 
that wandered around. And um, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. Satan's Spawn, that was one that I got a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. I don't know. I see. I feel like I would have to be super riled up. When I get angry, I am just so good at articulating names for things. And uh, I, I don't know. I'd have to be pretty worked up. That's not something that's easily accomplished anymore. So there's a thing. Do you remember James Lipton, the actor's studio guy? Did you ever watch him? I think we're probably. Uh, the- it's probably a little bit before. Yeah, uh, probably. So he had a thing that he would do at the end of every interview. He would ask people these five questions. And one of them was, what's your favorite curse word? And Alan Alda said, horse. And James Lipton looked at him and went, I'm sorry, what? And at one point he had done something and hurt himself. And he used every curse word in the book that came to his head. And he ended with horse. So then for the rest of his life, for him, horse means every curse word in the book. That's pretty good. I like it. I like out all the two. I love Mash. We've been rewatching Mash recently. Yeah, it's on all the time in the morning, and uh, I definitely check it out when I can. It's yeah, on, it seems to be on every time we're eating dinner. It's because so it's we on just, from seven to eight. We just sit there and watch it. All right, so we are at the end of our hour, but I got one more question for you. Who was yeah. your celebrity first celebrity crush? Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, I would fuck the shit out of Ryan Reynolds. Fair enough. Deadpool is right up there on my top favorite movies. I actually think that or was Jennifer our son's Anderson. answer, too. That was our son's answer. Yeah, our son said... Yeah, no, he... Jennifer Anderson's my straight answer. Oh, all right. Yeah. I can't think of her name. What's the end? Not your bedroom, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can't think of the movie. If you can't think of her name and you can't think of the movie, we can't really help you. Yeah. There's no, there's no solution here. There is no help. Just say Amber. There you go. Thanks, it's celebrity. She could be famous to you. That is true. See, there you go. It's a fine line between famous and infamous. All right, Charlene, first celebrity crush. So, guy crush, Sean Cassidy. Because mm. I'm old. Let's bear that in mind. Um, girl crush, probably Donna Summer. Wow. It was the mid 70s. I don't know what to tell you. Really are fucking old, aren't you? I am really old. Okay. But her current, well, I don't know about current. Do you know who Dita Von Tees is? Uh, no, I don't think I do. Oh. So Dita Von Tees. She's is- married. Probably not her claim to fame, but she was at one point married to uh, Marilyn Manson. Dita Von Tees is a vintage burlesque artist and model and fetish model. And she, I'm a fan already. she is the hottest thing on two legs. And I have stalked her a few times. And we bought her old refrigerator because she signed it for me. And it's a piece of the door of it is a piece of art in our tiki bar. Um, but yeah, you got to look her up, dude. She is the hottest thing on two legs. She's my secret girlfriend. It's not a secret. You tell everyone. I do tell everyone. I do tell everyone. You've told her. I've told her. That's true. I have told her. The restraining order gets lifted in a year or so. Fantastic. (laughs) You guys have been hysterical. We really appreciate you coming on and supporting us. We look forward to, uh, 
more communication back and forth between our two podcasts. Um, oh, anytime. You guys got my phone number now. Yeah, now I, I know how to, that, and you should be scared because it's in my phone. Like I might randomly text you at three o'clock in the morning. That's what I do sometimes. Now you know who to call I'm if you're ever tied awake. to a bed. Yeah, well, now you I can. Work n- night shift, so I'm awake. Oh, there you go. There you go. All right, guys. Yeah, just... We never got to the uh, two cryptids that we discovered here in our area. Oh, hey, you have to do the two cryptids. We can go a couple minutes long. So we live right by Lake Tahoe. And Lake Tahoe has ripped off Loch Ness. And so they, they claim there's a Tahoe Tessie that lives in Lake Tahoe. But lives in a specific cave in Lake Tahoe. And then the other one is the dark... And there have been... And there have been, been sightings. Sightings all the way up to, I think, the last one that was on there was 2006. Yeah, I thought it was 2016, but it could have been 2006. Yeah. And then in Southern California. In addition know, to Bigfoot. In addition to Bigfoot, which I think everybody, every area has some version of a Bigfoot. But in the Southern California area, there's something called the Dark Watchers. And people see figures who appear to be watching them. And sometimes the figures have hats or canes or walking sticks or cloaks. But they're super tall and super skinny. Yeah, super tall and super skinny. So there's been, um, there's been spec, you know, there was speculation for a long time that they were aliens. And then the, the overall accepted cryptid belief is that they are a race of humanoid creatures that live in the hills. That sounds pretty awesome. I wish they had anything like that in Ohio. We got the Ohio grass, man. Yeah, that's a and, good fight. Not alien stuff. No, but we got the level and frog. Yeah, I don't care about a frog. That sounds way cooler than anything <laughs> we got. Yeah, that was Alex's homework today. He was looking up local California cryptids for you guys. So, if anyone oh. from my work is listening, that's what I was actually doing today. I was looking up local cryptids. I don't think you should tell them. I was them not that. working. I don't think that's a good thing to tell them. Okay. All right. Thank you guys both. We really appreciate your time today. And that's today's interrogation. If you'd like to be a guest on Casual Interrogations, submit a question to the fishbowl or just say hello. Look for us at casualinterrogations.com. And remember, interrogations has two R's. Or find us on Facebook and Instagram. And guys, where can people find you? We are on everywhere you can listen. From Spotify to Apple and we'll put a link when we put this episode up we'll put a link to your podcast Oh, okay. So we're, he'll do a link that goes pretty there. much anywhere you could find a podcast. We've, we've spread there and infected it. Okay. So he'll, um, he'll, so I don't do that part. I'm not allowed to touch that part. Um, so we will put a link so that, so that we can, uh, cross pollinate. Sounds awesome to us. All right. Have All right, a, you guys. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Casual Interrogations is sponsored in part by Cracked Toffee, a delicious small-batch confection company. Find them on our website or at crackedtoffee.com or on social media. Again, that's C-R-A-C-K-D-T-O-F-F-E-E.com. Life is Cracked.
so are we.